Welcome to our casting of Get Assigned. I'm Chief Master Sergeant Dan Connor, your Command Senior Enlisted Leader, Oregon. This podcast is an effort to provide our Oregon National Guard service members with a sign from me and the Adjutant General's office before you step into the metaphoric batter's box. I plan to discuss with you the pressing issues that are upon our enlisted service, as well as my leadership perspective. I'll also conduct some interviews with our great citizen soldiers and airmen to help gain insight and share best practices. So turn up your listening device and join me for what I hope is an educational and valuable few minutes. One of the great things about being a member of our National Guard is that mission accomplishment is enhanced due to the diverse backgrounds and professions that we bring to our military duties. As professionals in our day-to-day civilian lives, many belong to organizations that advance their respective professions, such as lawyers belonging to the Bar Association, doctors belonging to the Medical Society, and engineers belonging to engineering societies. These are just to name a few. As members of the profession of military arms, we must also pursue the benefits of professional military associations. There are many professional military associations, such as the Air Force Sergeants Association, the Association of the United States Army, the National Association for the Uniformed Services, the National Guard Association for the United States, and the Enlisted Association of the National Guard of the United States. These are all non-profit, non-commercial organizations that exist to support, promote, and develop our profession of military arms. Many of the quality of life enhancements we receive as military members come from the promotion and crusading of our professional associations. Our benefits are continually being challenged by lawmakers to reduce costs. These professional military associations and organizations are advocating for these continued benefits at our state capitol and on Capitol Hill. Their agenda focuses on improved and continued benefits for members of the armed services. In addition to the advocacy taking place at the national and state levels, these associations provide professional development opportunities to help us better serve and lead. Today I have in the studio the Iango or Vice President for Air, Grant Roper, and Vice President for Army, Christian Watts. Welcome. Thank you for having us, Chief. Really appreciate the time and the opportunity. Thanks, Chief. We really appreciate your time. Before we get started, I'd like you both to introduce yourselves and, and let us know a little bit about who you are and, and why it is that uh, you're part of the EANGOR. Christian Watts, I'll start with you. Thank you, Chief. Uh, I've been serving for 27 years in the Oregon Army National Guard, uh, currently in AGR, the G4 Sergeant Major. Prior to that, uh, my AGR career, I have eight years of traditional guard time, so I know where the enlisted soldiers are coming from. I joined Eangor back in 2017 uh, as a way to give back. And uh, after a deployment, uh, I was lucky enough to be selected as the uh, vice president for Army. And that's where we're at today. Yeah. Thank you, Christian. Grant, how about you? I am a 21-year AGR with the Oregon Air National Guard, currently serving in Portland, Oregon, as the government SAP security officer working at the 142nd Wing I started out, too, as a DSG, but only for a year, just before September 11th, uh, joined as an AGR. So, um, again, 21 years, and I feel that my career kind of started with Yangor when I had a good conversation with the command chief, uh, Chief Kavanis, and uh, 
in December, I was informed by you, Chief, and him that I was selected as the uh, Yangor Air Support uh, Vice President. Um, I feel that that was a fail on my part as a senior NCO, to be absolutely honest, um, that I wasn't involved in the Angor after learning what we do for the airmen and for the soldiers of our National Guard for Oregon. Um, that's why I am so passionate right now about it. Yeah. Thank you, Grant. As you guys can see that uh, both of these two members are serving in roles with the Angor, but have a real vested interest in the um, in our enlisted force uh, as members of the National Guard. Let's get started. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the Enlisted Association of the National Guard, Oregon, otherwise known as the Yangor? Christian, I'll start with you. Chief, the Enlisted Association of the National Guard of Oregon was organized in June of 1974, so it's been around for 47 years. Uh, and we joined the National Association, which uh, started in 1972, and as Grant was saying earlier, uh, began in South Dakota. Uh, it was started in Oregon by a group of non-commissioned officers with the goal of giving a voice to guardsmen and women on Capitol Hill and the Oregon State Capitol. We are the largest enlisted reserve component association and the only association that represents National Guard enlisted soldiers and airmen. Today, Eangor represents not only its paid members, but all 7,600-plus enlisted soldiers and airmen, their family members, as well as retirees. Thanks, Chris. Um, can you tell me a little about when you decided to get involved with professional associations and why did you choose Yangor? Grant, how about you? I actually got uh, started in a, the associations when I uh, was about an E5. I attended a nice conference and I was a professional development member and I joined the Air Force Sergeants Association at that time. I thought that that was something that I wanted to do and I wanted to be vested in. Um, I wasn't active in it. That was the problem. I wasn't an active member in understanding what was going on. Now that I took on the role of Air VP for Yangor, I really understand what it drives and how much we drive for our 6,800 enlisted members that are in Oregon. Uh, that's something that I think that we can impact a little bit different. Um, I can impact things in my own unit, and I can impact things at my own wing, but only a little bit as an E8. As Mr. Grant Roper at Eangor, I'm able to impact all 6,800 National Guardsmen in Oregon and all 44,000 members that we have for Eangus at the national level. So it really gives you a bigger perspective of what's going on. Yeah. Thanks, Grant. Uh, Christian, how about you? Uh, can you tell me when you decided to get involved with the professional association and why did you choose Eangor? Yes. Um, so I began to get involved with professional associations uh, when I became a quartermaster in the National Guard. So I am a member of the Quartermaster Association, and it only made sense as a senior NCO to be involved in the enlisted association as well. And the more that I, that I learn about the association, the more passionate I become and how much I want to get that information out to not only the senior enlisted, but all the way down to the, the new private that's coming into our organization. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, uh, everyone knows the motto, every soldier, every airman, a leader that uh, General Stencil has has coined. And within that, uh, we are all expected to lead, obviously. And what a great way for us to to influence or impact things at a higher level, and that is to become a member of one of these organizations such as the Angor. Thank you, guys. 
Let's talk about uh, some of the benefits to joining Eangor. Christian, uh, why don't you tell us some of the benefits to joining? So one of the benefits to joining is that you are automatically a member of AUSA. You receive an associate member to the Army uh, Association, which you also get all of their benefits that are entitled to them. Uh, You have access to emergency relief funds for you and your family, and there's uh, more scholarship opportunities than you can shake a stick at. Uh, And your dependents at the state level uh, can get some scholarships. We receive a $1,000 scholarship from uh, USAA, and then we as the uh, Enlisted Association match that, and we turn around and give out two $500 scholarships per year to soldiers uh, and their families. Uh, my son actually, uh, years ago, applied for a scholarship and received, I think it was a the, the $1,000 uh, USAA scholarship, which he put towards his degree uh, currently going to OSU. Uh, we also have just uh, members that apply for those national scholarships. Uh, we had a, a member of our association in Oregon that received a full-ride scholarship to Excelsior College, uh, and I was able to receive that on her behalf at the national level uh, conference, which was it was it was really well received. Nice, Grant. So, at our last OE fac, uh, the one thing that I was asked by one of the chiefs, and it really kind of resonated with me, and I've it sat in my nugget for a while, and kind of tried to figure out what has been asked of me was, what do I get for twenty five dollars a year? which is what our membership costs for an enlisted member, or $250 for a lifetime. What do I get? And I understand for a young enlisted member, that's really tough to give $25 a year or $250 and go, I'm not getting a coffee or I'm not getting something out of it. But I really wanted to tell this, Chief, what you really get is a voice. The voice is something that's more than just an object. It's another person behind all 6,600 of us to tell the state, this is what we want. We have a voice with our national elected officials. We have them with our state elected officials, but without that bigger conglomerate of people, right now we stand at 354 members. If we had more, we have more support behind our 6,600 enlisted members to say, this is what we want. We need this for our state. We need these active duty orders. We need these benefits. We need this. And I I wish that the enlisted airman or the enlisted soldier could really see that and understand that their voices needs to be heard. So I think that that's a huge benefit of what you get from Eangor. There are the cool, awesome scholarships. There's definitely things that we do and we support and try to give, but I think that that's the biggest one. Yeah, great way to impact things at the higher level, like we've talked about before. Thanks, Grant. I see Iangor donates back to the enlisted force. What have we done in 2021? 2021, um, really, the the biggest takeaway on that one was we support the best warrior competition for uh, the army side, and that's that's huge for you know our our brigades. Uh, a lot of participation in that, so we give back. Uh, donate $750 this year for that one. And that resonates uh, big with our retirees as well, because they're, they're solely vested in that best warrior too. And on top of that, uh, you know, we were able this year to sponsor, I guess is what we want to say, 
our best warrior soldier of the year to go to the national uh, conference. And he had an amazing time, learned a lot from a lot of people. It's not every, you know, E4 in the Oregon National Guard that, you know, gets to talk with uh, the senior enlisted NCO of uh, the National Guard, as well as the chief of Guard Bureau or the Army General Jensen. And he had a wonderful time. And uh, But on top of that, we also uh, donate to other causes like the AUSA uh, Annual Golf Conference. We donated to the EFAC uh, Chiefs meeting. And then we also donate to a uh, cause that is near and dear to the E-Angus, and that's We Care for America. And that is basically a grant program that soldiers and airmen can apply for emergency relief. So that's that's a national one, and we really appreciate being able to support that. Yeah, I know that's not all. Grant, what else do we have? So this one's kind of near and dear to me. As for the 142nd Wing, uh, we, we did a, one of our newest collaborations and a sponsorship for $3,000 to a new kind of thing that's going on is an education center at the Portland Air Base. Uh, the 142nd Wing has partnered with Klamath Community College to provide this testing at the base. Um, the idea is that to build an education center kind of like at an active duty base, but despite funding from the headquarters Air Force and NGB, which is not possible, this will allow the guardsmen to complete their CCFs, takes classes through Klamath uh, Community College. It can provide Dante's and GEMS testing, which is not available right now. This will allow guardsmen to complete their CCAFs, so that does help them in their career. Oregon and Southwest Washington has some of these services, but they're so far away, it's really hard for them. So we want to be able to support them. We want to be able to grow with them and become a really good collaboration with them. So I think that this money going towards them to be able to get the computers and get the things that they need was was huge for them. Yeah, thanks. Uh, just on a side note, I think at some point the, the plan is to have this available for our soldiers as well, right? Soldiers and airmen alike. That is correct. Actually, it's going to be any service member, guard, active duty, whoever. If they're down here in Portland and they need that testing, this, this will be available to them. Fantastic. You both talked about the voice of the Angor and what it provides. Can you discuss some of the legislative past wins and what is the association focused on now? Grant? Well, Chief, uh, one of the biggest wins for us for Eangor, and we kind of partners with our officer side for this one, was the Na- uh, Oregon National Guard State Tuition Assistance Program, which provides 100% funding and tuition at no more than a state residency rate to any eligible Oregon Air National Guard and Army and National Guard member to their public universities and Oregon community colleges. That's huge. That's a great retention tool. It's a great recruiting tool. And that just is one of those things where a member doesn't have to worry about those things when they're when they're looking at college and looking at uh, external schools. Uh, for us as a Yangor, we're kind of looking at things that we need to do. We're coming off a big month. Uh, we did just have last month our conference at Albuquerque, New Mexico, so the national conference. So that kind of gives us a legislative directive at the national level, which I'll let Christian talk about. But for our state conference, which is coming up here uh, in the next weekend, we really wanted to have this big, huge show, but with our COVID limitations right now, we're going to do it online. So look forward to looking uh, at that for our members for on Facebook. We'll be pushing that out about the state conference so you guys can zoom in and kind of see what we're doing. Um, some of the legislative focuses and top priorities that we have right now are our state active duty pay being tax-free. We really think that our members are being asked, being last year being the year of the Guard, they're being asked to do all these things for our state and really helping out our members of our state, but they're taking it 
with taxes on top of that. So there are some of them are losing money when they're going taking those from their personal jobs and then going on state active duties where they're working wildfires, where they're working riots, where they're doing those things, they're doing the job, but they're losing money doing it. So we really want to try to right that wrong. And I think that it's an easy kill for us. The other thing that we're looking at doing is a little bit of wildfire firefighting pay increase, which is done at Washington State. So I've partnered with Washington State to kind of work on theirs and take their legislation and make it our own and really push that forward and see what the state has to say about that. And then last but not least, one of the ones that would be really awesome is that awesome uh, family education program or that education program that we have for 100% state tuition assistance. Go to your dependents, too. So not all of our soldiers and airmen are using that, but their dependents could. So that pot and that fund could really help the members and not only their members, but their dependents as well, Chief. Yeah, great. Christian, how about at the national level? So, Chief, at the national level, uh, E-Angus does a lot for TRICARE, keeping the costs down for soldiers, both retirees and current serving members. Also, the allowance of transferring your GI Bill to your spouse and children with a service commitment. Uh, that would not be possible without, uh, you know, legislation on the Hill uh, for the soldiers. They don't just give that away. You know, it requires a, a voice on Capitol Hill to be able to do these things. In 2019, legislation was passed uh, for early retirement credit to National Guard members uh, serving so that they can receive their benefits uh, prior to that 60-year mark. Uh, and that's a big win for us. Yeah, fantastic. So that's just some of the give back. All right, professional development. It goes hand in hand with the associations. Uh, what do you do as an association to promote this for our enlisted? Uh, Christian, I'll start with you. So with the PDs, we are able to sponsor uh, lower enlisted soldiers, E6 and below uh, normally. And there is a fund that comes from NGB for professional development, and we're able to uh, take advantage of that to send uh, soldiers and airmen to the national conference on the federal dime, and that was uh, approved by General Grass when he was uh, the chief of uh, Army National Guard. So we can spend those federal funds. On top of that, we as an organization, Iangor, uh, sponsor up to four, uh, and those soldiers and airmen uh, – leaps and bounds, learning from the best. Uh, had a great time. We had a, a good hot wash. They took a lot of information from these these senior leaders and bring them home to Oregon to share with their peers. Yeah, I think that's what's most important. Get that professional development and bring it back to the field. Grant? From the air perspective side, I we brought uh, three members. Um, we brought our Airman of the Year, which was uh, Staff Sergeant Soraya Curtis out of the 116th. Uh, and then we also brought two of our recruiters, uh, Staff Sergeant Reagan Alesco and uh, Tech Sergeant Zachary Scribner. The recruiter side of it was really cool to watch them kind of go through that and actually see the process at the national level and see how the legislation goes. And I think it opened up their eyes to what this big wheel at the legislation level is and how benefits can get lost and how things can get gained and where we're going as a, not only Iangor, but at Iangus level. So they get to see that big wheel turning. And then on the other end of that, they get to see the whole senior leadership in the Air Force and the Army giving them professional development, one-on-one, -on -one, asking two stars, three stars, four stars questions, 
and command chiefs questions that they wouldn't get that perspective. So I, I think that that was huge. Um, again, on the airman side of it, it's the going back to the units. It's going back and promoting what they learned. And then on top of that, I know Christian did this as well. Um, we gave them a one-year uh, membership to Eangor and said thanks for thanks for coming along with us. And I think it builds a team. Fantastic. That is fantastic. Hey, thanks. Uh, I'm a member of the Eangor and a supporter of professional uh, associations. How do other guardsmen, uh, enlisted guardsmen and women, get involved? Christian? Well, uh, Chief, it's just as easy as uh, getting on our Eangor Facebook page or reaching out to our Eangor website and seeing what we have to offer there, uh, which is just www.eangor.org. Uh, you can also reach out and look at the national level, which is the EANGUS, uh, www.eangus.org, for the big picture of what we are a part of. Grant? Yeah, uh, on our website and on our Facebook, there's a Contact Us tab. Uh, it's super easy. Uh, you can ask questions. Our executive director, Susie Parker, she will get that to Edeler line. Uh, she gets in constant contact with Christian and I for an army uh, contact or an air contact. We, we are both there. Uh, Christian and I have both started working together and showing up at each other's thing, whether it's an air force or an army thing to show our collaboration. So we're always available. Our information's on the website as well. If you need to get all of us. That's great because it's important. So I think that it's clear that uh, a way for us to impact things at the next highest levels to get involved in an association or organization, and EANGOR is our local association for enlisted folks. So that makes best sense. Um, part of the uh, the motto that General Stenzel puts together, like I said before, uh, coined, is uh, every soldier, every airman, a leader, and this is a way to uh, to be that leader he expects of us. Thank you both for being here today and sharing that information. This is important information to get out to the field. The bottom line is that those who have come before us have made their voice count by supporting the various military associations and organizations. I believe it's truly incumbent upon us to get involved in furthering the efforts for continued and improved military benefits, as well as to gain the appropriate professional development. And with that. I'll close the book on this episode of Get a Sign. In closing, I'd like to thank the Oregon National Guard Public Affairs Office and Sergeant First Class Holden for producing this podcast. Never forget, every soldier, every airman, a leader. This is Chief Connor signing off. <laughs>